in the building. What's happening, y'all? Another week of the Knicks corner. I love yes. it. Man. I love it. Let's sorry about last night, guys. I had and I I had a disappointing Yo, hold, evening. Hold, hold it. Let's let's hit the intro, and then I want you to take the stage, bro. I'm light it up. Feel the city in the jersey when you wear it. When you wear it. orange and blue, crossing through your whole spirit. Your whole spirit. That bright lights be hotter than a sauna. Just that next corner. I mean, nothing real big. Nothing major, you know what I mean? No, Um, what do you do? It's major, bro. Don't downplay it. No, 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 no. I mean, it's cool. Listen. End of day, I I, I interviewed for the Money Love episode of Unsung. Unfortunately, my footage did not necessarily make the show. But I was glad to be a part of it. And I still thank uh, the producer of that particular show, uh, Cassidy Arkin, for, you know, let me hang out. You know, let me meet some really cool people in the background. And, you know, just to wax poetic about, you know, hip hop goddess Moni Love. That was wild cool. Uh, oh, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, don't don't be dismayed. Uh, I, I have been informed that I am still in a few upcoming episodes, so still stay tuned in and locked in to Unsung. Uh, hopefully, uh, we won't postpone the show for them, but, well, honestly, one of them, we just might. But I digress. Man, we had three, win- <laughs> we had three wins and two losses. What a week. Wow. And I, I am I in such a good mood about it all, to be perfectly honest. I yeah, I segue like a mug, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, I was going to put up a nice banner that said, like, Coach Fat on the TV, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, Unsung Heroes. Yo, like, you it would have been bro. better. It would have been better. And I love you for that, Danny, because you was definitely hyping us up. But I would have. it would have been better if I was actually in it. Yeah, I, I, I watched the whole episode and I was like, oh. But it was still a fly episode. I mean, if you don't know Mooney's story, definitely check that episode out on some. Uh, but if y'all did want to see me, I was in the uh, Soul For Real episode last week. Hell yeah, bro. Plug so I was, bro, I was definitely it. in that. So y'all could definitely check me out. And I'm wearing, uh, you know, I, I didn't have Nick's Corner attire at the time, but I'm rocking my, my Candid Corner outfit a little bit. You know what I mean? It was it was yeah. big fun. And there's more things are coming. But again, enough about that nonsense. You know, the Knicks, yo, Knicks. all five games, man. Yo, I'm, I'm not mad at my squad. I'm really not. They were tough, man. You know, listen, they, they, each game had its little quirks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we but could be five and oh, but I ain't mad. Oh, yeah. Listen, man, like, the, the time that they needed to turn the corner and, and show us that they could win these games was 20 games ago, 30 games ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, what they're showing now is that they're starting to understand the way that they play and the way that they need to play, like the ins right. and outs and the little things, you know what I mean? Right. The, the intangibles, the details, and it's all coming together. And it's like, I I just, we're just 20 games behind the, the ball. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And but it's, it's still great to watch. It is. It, listen, it's it's nice to see it. You know what I mean? I don't want to watch no no uh, unmotivated ball, you know what I'm saying, the rest right. of the way. And our guys come out on the court just to, to get off it, you know? And, and just... 
not 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 for nothing, my brother. But Deuce has played more than one game. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. And he's been he's been playing some minutes, man. You know, and doing his thing. He's he's affect the game. That's for yeah. sure. I mean, if his good. shot would fall, he'd play more minutes. He'll get there. I want to see him. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. I want to see him. See, this is the thing for me is he needs this time at the end of the season to play to get that that confidence up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like he's not seeing his shot fall. So what else can he do? Well, he cuts to the rim, right? Yes. And he, he also applies rim pressure. So I yes. feel like I want to see a guy like him get inside a little bit more and start seeing the ball fall through the hoop in that right. way. And then hopefully as he starts coming further Then the back, jumpers will start to fall exactly. and his eyes will get trained on the rim and things will get good for him again. Yes. Yep. That's what yes. I'm hoping, man. You know, and, and if if Coach was looking to win each game the rest of the way and chase that playing wholeheartedly, Deuce isn't going to have that opportunity. And other guys right. in his position won't have that opportunity. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't see Sims getting big minutes until things, you know, started to kind of turn as a team. And now look – you know what I mean? Look at what he just did uh, right. yesterday, man. Tim but Dan- he was like the first. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like he was. He kind was of, in my uh, opinion, he was the first domino to start getting more minutes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, once the tide started turning, and once the tide turned, like the switch on Nerlens Noel was like Alfred Payton. It was quick. Yeah, well, that's just a shame with with Noel, man. You know what I mean? Just yeah. in terms of his health for the whole season. You know who expected him to barely touched the floor the whole season you know for real so real quick before I mean, we keep it going i just want to yeah, let the people know everybody that's watching tuning in right now you could come on the show and chop it up with us right here i got that link right underneath the post i just put it in the chat you copy and paste that that'll bring you right into our room and we'll throw you up on a stage and you could co- go back and forth with us you know in our takes so just throwing that out there to anybody that's tuned in and wants to be a part of it I know, uh, you know, a lot of cats are always talking about it. So, this is the opportunity, man. Come Indeed. through. So, yeah, man, Sims, you know, he shows, you know, in games like last night and, and over this the course of this stretch here that I feel like he definitely could be uh, a relied upon, you know, number two guy, you know. Yep. And it's What's crazy, Coach, is I see all these takes on Twitter talking about, you know, Sims is this guy, you know, like we can move on from Mitch. And it's like. Yep, I saw that too. I'm, I, I didn't want to comment. I'm glad you did. Cause oh, I'm man. just, I'm over it. it. I'm over it. I, I know am. you are, bro. I know you I'm are, man. Over it. I, you know, I, you know I, instead of engaging it now, I just see it and scroll past it. Like, yeah, whatever, man. You know I feel what I mean? you, man. Listen, it gets tiring, bro. It does. It definitely does. <laughs> because again, in my humble opinion, seeing development and I mean, it, it's funny because like two seasons ago, we were saying that about Mitch, about other people. Oh, we got Mitch. We can move on from X, Y, Z because we got Mitch. Now, all of a sudden, we got Jericho. So now we got to move on from Mitch because at the end of the day, fans don't want to pay nobody. Yep. Because Mitch's contract is coming. So you know what? Let's take all of the development and what he's become and get rid of it so that we can watch Jericho Sims take three years to develop and do the very same thing so that in three years we can jettison him too. For the it's next just, person that's behind crazy. him. It's crazy, man. So I kind of stayed off of Twitter a little bit this weekend. Same. And um, I, I watched the, the Nets game, right? And there's pieces in that game where I'm just watching Mitch, you know, like with his blocks, with his steals. And I'm just thinking, like. With his activity. Yeah, listen. Is Blocking Durant's three-point shot that nobody can block. 
You know what I mean? Is there anyone else in the NBA? And listen, I Who understand he's not polished. He's not 100% what he needs he's to be. He's four reached. years in. Right. Listen, and that's another thing, man. Listen, if he went to college, finished those four years, he's a rookie right now. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like pump right. the brakes a second, man. Pump right. the brakes, man. I What I took away from the games this weekend was – God damn, Mitch is a freaking is more than just a defensive acre. Like who else in his position can can push the pace the way that he does? Right? We're not just talking about blocking the rim and, and guarding the paint. We're talking about blocks and steals in transition and continuing to to push it the other way. You know what I'm saying? Who else is doing that? And at his length, an diving falls. He's an iron horse, bro. How many times has he jumped out? How many times, how many games have you and I gone to together where he fell, grabbed his ankle, and we thought, oh, season's over, and he's in like two plays later? Yeah, right. Just That happened with, twice with just us being there, let alone how many other times throughout the season. Every game, man. There's little things about Mitch, right? Like jump balls. Does he usually win a jump ball? Like we know. Like he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. It's just it's funny how things go, man. So, but yeah, I think Sims is going to be a nice number two, man. Listen, you, yes. you find a way to pay Mitch. I don't think Mitch is going anywhere, even no. though you hear reports, right? He, he, seeing... he shouldn't want to, and we shouldn't want him to go. Not right, exactly. There's got to be that mutual interest there, and I, I, I see reports saying OKC is going to look to go after him. That's Detroit, nice. Mavericks, Great. right? Good for them. But what I'm saying is, these are all things that people put out there. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not shooting you down. I'm shooting no, them no, no, down because no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, I'm, it's like skeet shooting. Mavericks pull. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Chris <laughs> Percy Ironham put out a, a tweet earlier, a video actually saying winter's coming. And what he meant by it was that you're about to start seeing the floodgates open with all these articles coming out in terms of, of connections to this guy, connections to this guy. And not just in terms of Donovan Mitchell or, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander, but like right. – Stuff Everybody. like this also. Right, exactly. Because now where people are going to start looking to pick certain guys like a Mitch off of a team, there's going to be people that are going to start looking to put articles out. Oh, this team's got interest. This team's got interest. Because you got to start generating uh, a pulling, you know, a, a pulling uh, type of play. You know what and I'm saying? The, uh, his agent will be doing stuff like that too just to drive that price up a little bit, you know, to help oh, his clients. Sure. So there's all gonna, there's going to be all kinds of politics like that going on behind the scenes. As fans, we just got to be patient and not react to everything we see. 100%, man, 100%. That's that's a big thing, and we preach that all the time, man. As as influential as our fan base is, like, we got to use that to our strength. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's why it doesn't hurt that we have so many different great Knicks contributors. You know what I'm saying? In terms of Knicks Film School, you got uh, Knicks Fan TV. Mm-hmm. You got nothing but Knicks, the whole platform, diehard Knicks. Um, all the spaces going on, KCDA, can't forget my boys doing their things during the day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like mm-hmm. you have all these places that also help kind of control the narrative in a way. Correct. You know, and that's so important because in New York media, we see how it gets taken out of context all and blown time. out of proportion. All you the know? time. Crazy. You know, elitist and, 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 you know, TMZ journalism over, you know, just telling a story. Letting the, letting the reader develop their opinion on their own as opposed to being spoon-fed what you want them to feel and what you want them to be mad at and stuff like that. I get oh, tired of it. Definitely. Listen, I see my man New Tape City been sitting there for it, bro. Yeah, you know bro. He's, he's, he's got let's, the mug Let's on. give him a couple of minutes, see, what, <laughs> see, what, see what's on his mind. 
Let's do it, man. Bank Eye, what's going on, bro? Welcome to the Knicks Corner. What up, B? What's happening, man? Long time, brother. Yeah, what's up, guys? What was the last time I saw you guys was during the Milwaukee game, right? I believe so. Yeah, I feel like I've seen you since then, though. I feel like I've seen you out. Um, Did you? Yeah, I definitely. Oh yeah, seen yeah, yeah. The, the Clippers game, right? I don't remember what game, man. Yo, after yeah. these morning drives, it's crazy, right? People are like, oh, I don't know how you remember like all the details and ins and outs. Once that drive is done, and like I'm on to the next game, that previous drive is gone, gone. That's the beauty of it, though. Like you could still go back and rewatch it, and it all comes back to you. You know what I'm saying? And it's a quick two minutes. But yeah, man, it's just funny. Like my brain is only so big. You know what I'm saying? Like I wear youth hats, bro. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I hear that. It's a lot um, of stuff to remember at times. So it's on your mind, my brother. Yeah. Great show, by the way. Thank you. Brother. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate no that. No problem. Uh, what was on my mind? The, the the Mitchell Robinson and Jericho Sims stuff. Like <laughs> I know for a fact you guys seen seen the back and forth earlier. Listen, man. Like I like Jericho Sims. Uh, I like Mitchell Robinson. Both are 23 years old. They both don't really have much of an offensive game other than lobs, uh, dunks, putbacks, you know. But to come in and just have recency bias and and, and be prisoners of the moment is kind of silly because we, we okay, we so we see Jericho Sims have a decent game, you know catches crazy alley-oops and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, we think that he's better, like much, much better than Mitchell Robinson. I I, I think that's just a little bit silly. I think that we reach, need to bro. slow. Crazy reach, man. Yeah, like we have to slow down the role a little bit. Like sometimes like we fall in love with these young guys that come into the team like to a fault. Like we can't trade them. We, we always have to play them. They're better than whoever's been on the roster for like a year or two that's been like putting up numbers or, or, or you know, playing well. And we forget what those other guys have been doing. Like, we have to like stop thinking so much on emotion at times. And I know it's difficult to do because even I, you know, get emotional with certain players and I'm attached to certain players. But sometimes we got to let the, the, the attachment go. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that Jericho Sims who's a second-round pick who's been on the G League most of this season, all of a sudden is much, much better than Mitchell Robinson, who's been on this team for, what, now, three three years, I think it, it is, right? Right. If I remember. And, like, you know, he's kind of, like, he's had his up and downs. He's been injured at times. You know, he, he's gotten burned certain matchups. But people forget that this guy's had some crazy games. He's shooting, what is he shooting, 73% from the field? Like, he broke the field goal record last season. You know, right. he's had this season, you know, he had that matchup against Steven Adams where like he neutralized, he completely neutralized one of the strongest and biggest guys in the entire NBA, you know, and he was blocking John, John Moran's shots. You know, he was put uh, having putbacks and like I know his offensive game is limited, but when the guy is on, he has his monster games like oh, he'll give yeah. you the double doubles, he'll block the shots, he'll rebound. Jericho Sims, like, he has the potential. He's, he's 23. He has unlimited potential. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a bad player or he can't one day, you know, be a really good player. He just has he's just not there yet. There. He's just he's not, not there yet. He's, he he's not there. Yet. And you see it, yeah. Sometimes, you know, he's able to hold his own on certain possessions against guys like Embiid and, and, and the Miles Turners and whatever. But he can't do it consistently enough 
where like he can stay on the floor and be a starting center. Like we let right. go of Mitchell Robinson and people say, well, you can just have Jericho Sims start. Listen, we're going to throw this kid under the fire for being a second round pick. And when he doesn't deliver, every everybody everybody's going to start saying like, whoa, you have Mitchell Robinson. Why'd you let him go? Why is Jericho Sims starting when he's not ready? Right. So just, people got to be careful with the narratives that narratives they try to create. If you're wrong, just admit that you're wrong. It's that simple. And they forget that Mitch is also a second round pick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and, man. And you Before know what? Before you is? keep going, I just want to bring up my yeah. boy, man. You know, I'm sure everybody that's watching here on Twitter knows my man, the one and only State is world there. famous, Almighty <laughs> Fort Seed. What's up? Wait, did he put that on the shirt? Yo, that whole Mitchell Robinson is a second rounder comment is so fact. Oh my God, yo, people crazy, bro. Me. People forget. Yo, what's man. up? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, I need a what's minute. Up, I gotta talk to my baby brother because <laughs> me oh, and me and State, we 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 was for a minute. We went back like four flat tires on the old Dotson boy we was down <laughs> then all of a sudden oh, Frank Nilakina ain't on the team no more and all of a sudden our opinions differed like crazy but as, as the hoopers call me you know Uncle Coach Fowler love you brother <laughs> and I know you love the Knicks even though your ideas about this team differ from mine. <laughs> but that's but the you beauty, said, I value the hell out of your opinion, and I can't wait to hear it. So, wait a gentleman, stay. Yo, and if you're watching this right now, hit that retweet, man. Help get this out, bro. I want to start doing this. Yo, this is amazing. Y'all don't understand what this is. Y'all don't understand. We got Bankai and State in the same room. Thank God. What's Hi, up, bro? bro. Are you hey, here? what's up, man? I, with I grumpy coach with, file. With him sometimes, but I know the guy is smart. So, you know, he, he's a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Yeah, bro. Listen, so, I want to I want to make this like a live spaces, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like that is my goal. I want to, you know what I'm saying, like take Yikes. spaces to that next step. Yeah, man. Listen, I don't know how many people we could get up in here at the same time, but we're going we're going to figure it out at some point. I if think we can get four, six. All right. Well, that's cool, I man. I think that's we cool. can get up to six. That's cool, man. So, that's wait. Cool. So, wait, hold on. Hold on, Danny. I just want to give y'all your flowers, man. I appreciate y'all. Oh, never that. Not, I appreciate it, bro. Sure, but it's never needed, man. Listen, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anybody who could wake up at the time y'all yeah, be waking up to do y'all five? Word. It ain't much, easy, bro. Much love to y'all. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I definitely do. It, it, it's not easy. Especially after losses, man. Knowing I gotta wake up early. First of all, I gotta finish watching the game. Then I gotta wake up early. On top of it, you know what I'm saying? It's like in those West Coast games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That stretch killed me, man. I was taking naps. I find them therapeutic because I get to yell at my phone for like five to seven minutes. (laughs) It's just (laughs) vents. Hell yeah, man. You gotta vent, dude. Sometimes, bruh. I mean, sometimes you got to vent joy, but sometimes you got to vent pain, too, boy. Oof. Listen, it's gotten easier. That's for sure. I I feel like this is one of the most intriguing Knicks seasons I've ever seen. Indeed. Um, So I watched five Knicks teams play 
this whole season. Like five different type of Nick teams. Break it down. I watched a slow-paced Nick team. I watched an ISO-centric Randall offense. I watched an R.J. Barrett-centric offense. I watched a Kemba Walker guard-dominated offense. And I watched um, Derrick Rose offense. So I watched about like five different types of offenses this season. Um, I can't wrap my my brain around the fact that we are all arguing about these players. And Sibs is the guy who is coaching these guys. He puts Randall in positions to ice all the time. He puts Mitch in position to not get the ball. He's not telling his guards to pass the ball. All of this is on Tiz. Granted, some of the stuff that Randall and RJ and those guys get. And Burks and, and Fournier, and very Fournier. much so. There's yeah. a lot of free stuff. Listen, I don't argue that Tibbs has issues. My, I've, But I've always argued two other things. Number one, he's trying to cook with groceries that don't necessarily fit. And number two, there's a lot of poetic license I see on the court too, man. Even at a timeouts where you're supposed to run a certain set thing, I see people going the wrong way or people not moving and all of a sudden it all stagnates and slows down. So yep. it's like that gets on my nerves too because it makes it difficult for me to sometimes see where Tibbs is falling if I don't know if Burks is actually following the plan or if Fournier isn't trying to just sneak out, eke out to get his three off without running the play, or IQ trying to shoot a Steph Curry shot sometimes. Not all the time. And Nick fans are really good at finding where the coaching stuff, the X's and O's, are or are not being executed. But sometimes I feel like, I feel like with the, with the, two, with, with the newer guys that came in, Tibbs lost a little bit of that control that he had to make sure that everybody followed suit and what was going on. I think Elf was really good at listening, and I think Bullock was really good at listening. I don't think Camber and Fournier were nearly as good at that. And so the the cracks in the foundation of his coaching start showing up, and now you got Burks doing his own thing. You got RJ trying to get his off because I'm not getting the ball. And, yes, Randall is not a number damn one. He need. Somebody need to tap him on the shoulder and be Can like, I ask listen. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, you made a it's, lot of points there, bro. I know. You did. And this question, <laughs> this question directly ties into that. Do y'all think because Tibbs is a guy who wants full control of his team and the fact that he didn't get all of his assistant coaches hired? Actually, I found out today that management had put a lot of those guys that's yes. on the bench next to him. Yes. They put those guys next to Tibbs and William Wesley was the guy who wanted those guys next to Tibbs and didn't right. want Tibbs uh, assistant coaches. So do you think that that on top of the fact that Mike Woodson, Woody is in Indiana, do you think all of that coincides with what we're seeing this season as far as the offense is concerned? Danny, I talk too much. So you hit it first. Nah, it's all good, man. I wish you didn't do that. Cause I was just looking at a setting over here. Um, okay, then, Bankai. Yeah, man. I'll come back around. I heard pieces of it. Uh, personally, from all the other coaches, I'm not sure. I know for a fact that Woodson, I, f- I feel like, because some people don't, I feel like Mike Woodson not being here anymore definitely Huge. definitely had a big Im- impact on the team, definitely had a big impact on 
Tibbs is coaching. Like I know often we hear that, you know, he's more of a defensive minded guru, defensive minded coach. Uh, he's not much, a, much of an offensive oriented type of guy. And I know we don't have a point guard on the roster, like a true point guard that can set everybody up and run plays and stuff like that. But at the same time, like Tibbs, like his strong suit is not really offense. Like we see it with some of these sets. We see it with some of these plays. And like I said, part of the blame is not having a point guard, but also part of the blame is him himself with his coaching. So I do think like offensive coaching, I do think that Mike Woodson, like, while he's not an offensive genius, in my opinion, I still think he played a, a decent hand or a decent role in, like, telling Tibbs, like, hey, we got to set this type of play up and, you know, we got to have certain guys in these spots and have guys in, in those spots. And not only that, but from a human type of standpoint, like, he, he was one of the more, more relatable coaches on the, on the squad. Mm-hmm. Like, he could get through some of these younger guys and some of these other players right. where, like, Tibbs is more of like a hard-ass type of coach, right? So I think well, it definitely does play a part into it. Like, I, I agree with that, with, with State, my bad. Yeah, and I, I deferred because I don't know for how long on these episodes, Danny, I've been proponent of the fact that we, we have about- missed a step yeah. with the loss of Mike Wilson. And again, for me, this goes back to my issues with the front office. Because even if you said, well, let's see what these assistant coaches could do to jump in and help Tibbs with the offense. Because, again, the reason why they paired Tibbs with Woodson, Bankai, was for a, that exact reason. Right. Woodson was going to keep the guys' minds right and, you know, help with the fluidity of the offense, even though you always have to remember Woodson is a highly ISO star guy. He was ISO Joe. He was ISO Mello. He was ISO Amari. You know what I mean? He loves to ISO the stars, so perhaps that's where this Randall stuff started. Or at least was cemented, I'll say. Right. Coach, if I may, I don't mean to cut you off before mm, no. I lose the Oh, call. you're not. Go ahead. But, but also remember, be mindful that when, when Mike Woodson was the head coach here with the Knicks back in what was it, 2000 and, that 2012 season, mm. he had the foresight to play Melo at the four, and he convinced Melo to play at the four for a whole season. When you right. remember, Melo was never that fond of playing at the four because he used to hate banging around with bigger guys mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But he convinced him that, hey, if you play at the four this season, one, you're gonna unlock unlock even more more potential for yourself. Like you're gonna mm-hmm. be hitting threes. Yeah, you're gonna have to bang around, but you're gonna play with guys that really can't guard you in the perimeter because you're so elusive and you have an off the dribble game. You can post up, and that right there shows you that he had the foresight and and, and the offensive mm-hmm. mind to right, try to something different. That like by what you're saying, like, like, that uh, Tibbs wouldn't do. Right, and by what you're saying, that paralleled in what we saw in Randall last season. While Woodson was here. And his frustration got to be that there's nobody that can reach him like how Woodson can. And the offense is different, but no no one is stepping up to fix it. This is the very same offense we saw in the playoffs. This is the very same offense. All of a sudden, the fluidity and the ball movement stopped. Or the game plan stopped. Stopped. 
and it's never been replaced. And you can blame that on Tibbs all day long, but Woody was an assistant coach. We had that in place when they were together. How come now? How, how come even now that hasn't been solved? They busy hiring consultants from the Minnesota Timberwolves and nonsense, but they not solving the problem. Right. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like my my biggest thing is when you went back and watched the tape and saw how you were getting double teamed and you fixed it, you know, last year and you were able to pass out of the double teams, you know, before it even was coming. What happened to that sense of of play? Like you don't lose that ability. Like I have no idea. Like it, it never maybe changed. Woody is the one who saw it and pointed it out to him. And yeah, with the frustration, it, he lost the vision, it. and he can't right see it, and ain't nobody else in there can show it to him. It's just, it's crazy, man. That the whole because I mean, a lot of this is right coaching. Out. It's and I'm glad State brought that up because it's it's a combination of everything. It is. It definitely. You know is. What I At mean? the same time, man, the front office is the one who dictates what ingredients Tibbs is going to have to utilize to make the salad. Right. right. So and if you give me cucumbers and if you give me avocados and I'm telling you I'm allergic. But I see, you know, cucumbers, zucchini and avocado in the damn bag and you asking me to make a salad. My salad is not going to be great because, number one, I can't taste it to make sure it's great because I'm allergic to the ingredients you're giving me. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day. If that's the ingredients they're given, then you got to make the best nasty salad that you possibly can. And Tibbs did not necessarily do that this year. But again, you got folk that's going, that's not properly shopping. Then you got a chef that can't cook with all the ingredients you're giving them. And then you got ingredients that just want to do their own thing. They don't want to sit in the pan, right? They want to roll to the side. You know, it's just all kinds of... Man, but I'm telling you, dude. We just, but we were three out of five in the last five games, and we had promise in all five games. We definitely did. We definitely did. You know what's crazy? Everything, everything that could almost possibly go right last season went right, and everything that could almost possibly go wrong this season has gone wrong. Like it, it, people sort forget, it's not only year. one thing, but so many different things have gone wrong this season. From Derrick Rose missing time. To all our young players catching COVID at one point, oh, not yeah, being able to play. And stuff, man. Like, look at just just with Cam Reddish alone. Yeah, like so much stuff has gone wrong this season. Way too much, man. You know, way too much, and it's it's but the only reason the that like oh, I lean on that I'll give Tibbs the benefit of the doubt of of having next season. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 killed it in your first year. Yes, this year. It is what it is. And, Coach, I, I know I totally understand where you're at, man. But with me, it's – Oh, like, I haven't said anything yet. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. But I, I know I know where you're at with it all. But for me, it's like he's just – he just isn't – to me, he's just not the right mix. He's not the right mix of everything for this group that we have moving what forward. What Coach is, though, Danny? Really? Well, we're going to have to find out, man. We've, you know had, we've been finding out for the last 10 years. Every other year, we got a new coach trying out I'm the new team. I'm with you, man. But listen, every year, it, it things fluctuate, and we end up with different teams. This is the best guys, we've been, mixes. even with the coach. 100%. Because there's a lot of things that, that we can positively take, there even is, though absolutely. there's been a whole lot of negative. And I, a lot of the positive that we could take is, number one, they're still fighting for him, guys. They are. 
Listen, I, they could have quit on this thing. season already themselves, and they haven't. I'll and we're seeing thing. the development. Let me finish, uh, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Then, I, then I'll let you get it. Sure, sure. And we're seeing the development in our young guys that we've been waiting to see. And it looks good. And next year, Obi and IQ will take another step. It's going to look right. The problem is we are judging off of two years. One great one and one that went bad. So now we're extra salty. Right, right now yeah. about this while we're in the midst of it but we gotta take a good breath calm down wait for the off season give it the daggone three years you gotta give it time it's the one thing that we most Thank definitely you. don't do next bro i'm glad you're going next because i'm trying to take yeah. my breaths here <laughs> i mean you got to because what do, how is this supposed to be built guys if as soon as it goes good and then it goes bad and then we got to make changes, how does that, there's no consistency there. That's my, that's my biggest thing about change is if we don't give it enough time to be right, how do we know it's not right? How do we automatically know it's wrong a sec, one, a season in after it's right? I, I, y'all feel it and I get y'all and, and bank, I hit it, but I, Honest for me, I, I cannot make a decision like that in year two just because it went a different way. I, I can't. God, that's totally, absolutely no. acceptable, bro. Yeah, indeed. All, all of these ideas all, are. Everybody's going to be on the same page. And I, I'm going to lay out exactly why I'm feeling the way that I feel, but I'm, I want to definitely let Bankai yeah. hit, hit that. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you, Danny and Coach. I was just going to say really quick. Um, <laughs> Shoot, what was I going to say? That's why I wanted to say it right there in the moment. Yo, it's tough, bro. I'll uh, be writing oh, things down. Yeah, whatever, whatever we say, whatever we think about it, at the end of the day, I still feel like Tibbs is not going to get fired at the end of the day. He's going to be back next season. I truly oh, feel. Even if they just give him half of the season, he's still going to be back regardless of what we think and how we feel. Agreed. But doing that lame duck stuff is typical Nick crap. And that's, again, that's not taking us anywhere. It's it's just not giving up when you see Rocky. I mean, dude, how many of dude? You just got married, Danny. How long you you've been with your lady for some time, correct? Has it all been great? No, no relationship. Have, have there flowers. been some times if where anybody it, tells you that a relationship? But is that's all my flowers, point, though. But at the away. end of the day, you find out that it's worth it. Oh, for sure. But you can't quit when it's hard. No, definitely not. And I'm no, not. Sometimes not you got to step in and give it that time to really see where the relationship can go. I'm very I'm very much realistic where I'm I'm with it and I'm and I'm positive and I'm optimistic. Like, no, you, I know, you, but that's not know what I'm saying. You know that, right? So right. let me let me lay out exactly why I'm thinking exactly what I'm thinking, right? Okay. There's multiple reasons. And I'm just cool. I'm not going to paint the whole picture because I'll be here for another hour. So I'll just throw out some things, right? The first thing is okay. the, the ability to make adjustments, right? Whether it's in-game or in the flow of the season. Now, again, right? So I'm saying whether it's in-game or in the flow of the season, there's a lot of little things that I'm not seeing him doing that I'm seeing him doing. Um, for example, last year he was huge. Ah, in wait, wait. So again, so he did them before, and you're not seeing them now. And I don't know why. And it bogged. And this, okay, these are so these are that's interesting. I, I agree with, it makes me wonder. I agree with he you. called timeouts last year to kill momentum. 
nonstop. Mm. He did not do that this year. He's doing it now. Have you not noticed? In the last, he is doing it now again. He really is. He he has in the last couple times. And I even said in the morning drive, I don't know if a flip flip switched or what, but well, again, a switch might have flipped. My point is, so that's one, right? That's 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 two. That's adjustments and timeouts. I'm writing them down. Well, so I'm I'm putting adjustments as an umbrella, and I'm going to start putting bullets under that, right? So ah, okay. So this is the adjustments umbrella. Okay, that, that's my point. Is that I'm seeing so many different things. It's hard for me to not. Okay, well, no, I'm writing. Them, I, I want to hear if, if he's the right guy for this group and this fit. Right. Mm-hmm. First of all, the coach, fit that he with, helped create. Right. So another okay. another thing I'm going with is lineup adjustments, right? And and leaning on vets. You could put slash, you could put it its own bullets, whatever. No, no, no. This right? is under adjustments. I got it. So you just mentioned a couple minutes ago that we gotta have guys like Sims, like Deuce, you know, mm-hmm. like Grimes, you know, out there and yep. playing Coming to show off us the what they got. So we know what we have. We could evaluate mm-hmm. them and see if they're gonna be a part of this team moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. But when were these opportunities given to them? When right. we realized that we weren't going anywhere and it's no. time to start seeing the development. No, Deuce really only saw time because people got COVID, people got hurt. When he first, and right now okay. even, you can even- I'm sorry, I'm not crying right for too. Deuce like everybody else because I know on, Deuce is going to get his chance. Let me keep so, going. But Coach, there's others you, that were like before you Deuce. Time, let, me, let me just finish yeah, yeah. this out, right? So like yeah. I said, right, developing the young guys is key. Now, mm-hmm. if Tibbs is not going to be able to do that, without being forced to do so, how much can you really believe in him to go to somebody outside of a veteran that might be able to give us something? Are we trying to win the game? In, are we trying to win a game in our eyes? I'm just asking a question, guys, Because there's different... Tibbs tries to win games in the only way that he knows how. Which is the way to win games. He's a coach with a winning record. That's my point. It goes right back to what I said, adjustments. He doesn't make adjustments in the flow of the game now. So now we're going to the general flow of the game. So I mentioned timeouts. I Mm -hmm. mentioned um, lineup lineup changes. Right, and and develop. And these are all parts of it, right? Mm -hmm. Adjustment within the flow of the game itself and within the flow of the season, right? He did not give up. He did not wave the white flag. No problem. I like a coach who's going to keep going and and not want to stop. But you got to start incorporating different guys, man. The fact that you're still playing Taj when we have 16 games left in the season, it boggles my mind, boggles my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are just little things. And I'm I'm only under the adjustments. Okay. Well, come on, Danny. I just... There's, there's, I mean, again, I just don't know if, listen, I love Tibbs. I wanted Tibbs to be really, but you know, I hear what I've seen in this last season. I just don't know if he'll have what it takes to play the team as a whole. My only thing about that is you said you saw it last season though. So all of a sudden now, all of his history, all of his future is this year. If you rewind, all I said was the timeouts. I seen him call timeouts to kill momentum last year. No, you said before that you actually like what Tibbs did last year. That's why I re-asked timeouts it. to kill momentum. I definitely said okay. that. Rewind that tape, play it back, bro. I did. That's why this Trust recorded. me. Trust me. But listen, man, I understand it, bro. It's passion, man. Listen, you have your stance, right? No, no, and I'm not. It's not about mine, my stance, I'm man. I'm just hearing you out. I'm just, I'm just laying out what we're seeing. It's okay. the same thing that we're seeing, right? Then he finally has the he finally has the wherewithal you could say and i'm just going to give him that benefit of the doubt to play guys like 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 deuce and he goes out and he sits in the corner and until you finally saw a handful of games ago where he finally had the freedom playing alongside of somebody like we mentioned last week in iq he 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 had more freedom to play he wasn't just perched in the corner just waiting for the ball to come with him which isn't his game 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So another part that, that I'm not seeing Tibbs do is utilize guys to the to the most and the best of their ability. Guys like Cam Reddish who are just dying in a corner. You know, like I okay. said, man, three three weeks in a row, I kept saying, how many times are we going to roll pick and rolls for Alex Burks when you've got other guys on the court that are more suitable of being successful in those types of plays? So I, I'm not going to go into it. I don't want to beat a bird. But like no, I said, but this, I'm hearing you, bro. I'm letting you talk. That's Do all, thing. man. That's, that's the only reasons, bro, that – No, like there's said, more. Hit I'm it. I'm optimistic. I'm all mm-hmm. – I, I don't like change either. I want to ride it. I, I feel – I totally feel and understand the whole narrative where – We've had how many coaches? RJ's had how many coaches? I get that. What? I totally do. But at the same time, I'm going to put it out right here, right? When you have he a job, more, he and, needs and another you coach. Love your job, right? You he needs more coaches. You work every single day. You get good pay. It's easy ride to get there. The people that you work with are great. And he's a successful And, and you're not looking that. for another job, right? So you're not searching. But the next job that you could have that's out there could be 10 times better than what you have now. But you'll never know because you're not looking. So you should always be looking, even when you're happy. You should always be looking. Okay. That's my point. Is I'm keeping an open mind. That's all. Like I said, I don't want to fire. You're looking right for now. a new girlfriend. I'm saying next season, next season, I'm down to rock with Tibbs. But if he's I'm just asking season through and he's not doing anything, I'm gonna be jumping right on the bandwagon. That's that's wholeheartedly. That's all I'm saying. So that's Coach Fall, and that's and that and that's your thing, man. And I, I and I hear you. So Coach Fall, so you mean to tell me? <laughs> First, first of all, let me start off with this. Tibbs needs to be fired. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it because it's the, the other end of the spectrum. Um, Coach Fire, give me yes, three good reasons why. I'm not doing all that. Oh, oh, oh all right. You know I'm not doing so, all that. So, you know what? I got this for you. Tibbs needs to be fired because accountability, right? Okay. Last season, he wanted to start um, Alfred Payton all season. You benched him in the playoffs. That was stupid. You talked about accountability. You talked about minute minutes allocations. His minutes allocations. That's another like, thing. It, it looks like he plays favorites. He keeps Alec Burks on the court regardless of what he do. He only holds the young kids accountable. He does not hold Randall accountable at all. That is fact. There's no way you continuously let Julius Randall hold the ball for 14 seconds. That's a coaching issue. But that's also a ego issue. You have to tell that man, move the ball. Tibbs is basically coaching himself out of New York right now. Mm. So if you're telling me that any player would want to come and play for Tibbs, that's not happening. One. Okay. Um, another thing about Tibbs, injuries follow him wherever he go. Injuries Every follow everybody, season. though, bro. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 nah. Injuries and follow everybody. He got a decade worth. So there's a lot of coaches, man. Y'all just aiming at Tibbs, but right on. No, good. And Tibbs go hand in hand. So regardless of what you say, right? Everywhere he stopped, mm-hmm. it's an ACL. No, I didn't say he didn't. So it's not regardless. I agreed, but I just said there's other coaches. Okay. So, so he's been out the first round of the playoffs. His last four tries, right? And we ain't had no coaches that been in the playoffs in the last ten years. You talking to me about the last 10 years? We had no first-round picks when Porzingis was hit, was here. So our rebuild was, was slumped already on top of the fact that we had Steve Mills. So, you, I mean, what, what you want me to say? Tibbs needs to be fired. Patrick okay. Ewan had five coaches in four years. Fire the coach until you get it right. There's no way in hell, Coach Five, that you're going to tell me next season Tibbs – he gonna have a winning record. <laughs> he had one last year. So what you talking about? 
But he happened last I, year. I dismissed what are you about? See, and head. that's the problem. That's my only issue, State, is everybody throws last year away because this year didn't work out the same Man, way. Bro, I've been okay. through it away. Last that's year fair. was fake COVID. Yeah, yo, brother. Uh, okay. COVID, 2K yeah. fans in the stands. Yeah. Every time we played a good team, their best player had COVID or he was injured. Randy took advantage. So now we're take now we're taking a crap on what little success we've had over the last ten mm-hmm. years to prove a point about a bad coach. These it's are no, the things that I can't do, man. It, it, it's not last year was that. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead and say what you're saying. It, it's not proving a point, OG. It's called team building. If you got a guy like R.J. Barrett and you drafted him third, you're supposed to make sure that you get high end talent before you have to pay that said player. We already knew R.J.'s mental was going to have him good. But for you to tell me that we won 21 games in 2020 and we dragged Julius Randle back up with the eighth pick and he had eight minutes the other night, I'm pissed off about that. Then we passed up on three straight lead guards in 2020. That sounds like front office issues. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go to 2021, right? Get the let's get the big big picture, right? Go to 2021. I mean 2020. COVID 72 games, 2K fans in the stands. Nobody don't know what Tibbs is going to do. Granted, the Knicks took advantage. I respect it. All love to you dudes. But you took me out of one of the deepest draft lotteries in the last 10 years. You don't have the talent, necessary talent, in order to compete. We're noticing it. We're seeing it now in live action. We lost three 20-point leads, right? We lost a 28-point lead, right? We're losing leads because we don't have a lot of talent. So... For me, I if if the Knicks would have went the route that I wanted to go, I think we wouldn't even be mad right now. This is why I dismissed last season. If I dismissed last season from my brain completely, I'm going to say, yo, we won 21 games, and now we won. It's the second year of our rebuild. We won 28 games so far because I'm dismissing last season. I think we're, we, if you look at it in that way, we right. it's progress. I, right, I understand okay. what you're saying. I don't listen. I don't dismiss last season, but I understand where you're coming from. And and what what roots my thinking in that is that you look at somebody like Randall, right? A guy like him doesn't play the way that he did that year every single year. He he has never played like that. So I look at it as like, okay, he showed us something for that one year, right? So and I I said this last year to Coach Fowl. So like it, we we haven't seen enough of it to know that it's going to continue. Like. You need to – the trend has to be of, of of so much of a distance, right? Like you can't say, oh, he bowled out five games. He bowled out 20 games. You can't ha- say he bowled out one season. He's a certified all-star. Like he made the all-star Well, he team. made the all-star team. That made him yeah, a certified no, all-star team. What I'm saying is you don't three years from now look at look at Randall and say, oh, he's an all-star. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes – Unless he does it, it again. It takes more than that to solidify what you are, right, and, and, and taking that right. next step. So right. my point is he didn't come out this season – and no, replicate it. Not at so all. Now you have eight seasons of Randall, and you could look at the numbers and look at each season. And of course, you could say, okay, things happened, and you have all these. That's X factors, right? You take that out of it. But I look at it as like he's never played to that caliber for the most part his whole career. So, and on top of it, players don't have those years back to back. It just doesn't happen like that unless you're certified, you know what I'm saying, at that caliber. So, I would, of course, I would have loved to see him continue it and continue 
putting that foot on that ground and saying, I'm here, I'm an all-star. He just didn't do it. So I can't, I can't believe in it. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't put all my stock in that. That's, that's where I feel like a lot of that thinking comes from. And I think it it lends credence to the narrative that state was pointing out. That's all. I just wanted to kind of throw some context in there. Right on. Sorry. Sorry. About what, man? (laughs) Yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. Ready? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something else out there real quick, right? Evan Fournier is 25 three points, three pointers away from breaking John Starks's record, 217 threes in a season. Wow. Okay. That that's something I wasn't expecting. Now couple that with the fact that he had a slow start, right? I'm just saying it's something, right? And I think. Of course, Fournier doesn't help himself at all in terms nope. of defense. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't earn his keep on the court. That's why nope. a lot of times we're yelling at, at right. Where a lot of times we're yelling, and it's like that's Grimes and, and Reddish minutes waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly, but that's that's also goes to what I was saying about uh, earlier. Five is that Tibbs leans on on yeah because the front office you know? paid him starter the, money. The only and thing I'm I'll not, say, I'm not sure if he's still not getting emailed to make sure that he's getting at least well, enough burn that he could be traded in the offseason. Well, think it right, exactly, because I was going to say Tibbs does sit him in the fourth quarters at times. Yeah, you know he doesn't necessarily see, want see him that. in crunch time. Right, you do see that, but there's mm. you know it's just one thing. But yeah, but man, the front I think- office paid him. Now again, when they brought him in, I was like, you could ask my wife. I was like, oh, yeah, Fournier, really. Yeah, well, you so know, he'll be a good he'll be a good off the bench, he'll be a good backup. Danny, uh, we talked about this. And then yes, I found sir. out how much they paid him. And then I was livid. Because optics be- come into play now. No, because that's starter money. So I well, knew now he was that paycheck was full his behind into the starting lineup where I didn't think he belonged. You know what I mean? Like why why are y'all doing the Tim Hardaway thing all over again? I don't want to remember Tim Hardaway. Yeah, but, but that hey, contract, that's bro. The money. I mean, that's my point. You gave this kind of bread to a dude that did I in the French Olympics. Dude, you want to talk about bubble. French yeah. Olympics, bubble. And they paid him. They paid that man his money. And I was like, what are, y- what are y'all doing? He got that Joe Kim Noah money, bro. He got that Yo, joke, I, that I mean, and then money. they bring in Kimba, and, and, and I'm really trying to vouch for Kimba and all that. And Boston fans is in my DMs telling me the truth. And I actually, so listen, Boston fans, from a couple of months back, y'all got at me. I didn't listen. I sincerely apologize live on air in front of all of y'all. Y'all was right. Y'all was just trying to put Coach Fowl on, and I was trying to have that good Nick loyalty. But even I knew, you know, listen, with them knees, it, it ain't long for nothing. But I didn't mind the way they picked him up because they didn't really risk anything or spend too much money to bring him in. But now right. we're stuck with an albatross that y'all tried to force to play. And I know, State, that they told him, to play Kemba because remember when he put him in the out in, in in the purgatory because he said he couldn't win when he couldn't play with him. Why was he back in it? Because they done tapped on the look, man. We brought this guy in. We need him to play. I feel like some of these ideas are tipses, but honestly, just like how Dolan used to interfere and tell folk how to play, I kind of feel like while West and them was like, listen, we brought these guys in, play them. 
And I right. feel like that's where there's a rift in the foundation of that front office. You know, and at the end of the day, by them not getting Tibbs the groceries that Tibbs need and Tibbs not being able to cook with the stuff that he got, this is everybody's fault right now. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of blame can be put on every single aspect on different many places. But hey guys, I gotta bounce. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, man, we're gonna be wrapping up shortly anyway, but we Jeez, love you, yeah. man. Hey, hey, hey real quick. Nick yeah. City Bach is still popping. I gotta talk to Jay because he kinda like he was dealing with something personal. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I haven't heard from Jay in a minute. I got Yeah, he's he's Yo, big shouts to Jay, man. M- much love, brother. Much oh, love. Jay, man. Jay Ski, bro. Yeah, man. Jay Ski in the building and in our hearts. Yes, Have a sir. good night, guys. Yo, you yeah. too, man. You too. Thank so listen, God. I wanna I wanna end this pod on a high note, right? So I was waiting, I was you got waiting. Shades? No. I couldn't wait. <laughs> man, I couldn't wait no more, bro. So I had to throw it out on a tweet, right? But I was looking at some numbers and we know RJ had a killer February. Yes, right? He did. And so he's I, going I, to be an all star next year. Man, book it, bro. Book it. I, I, I just did. Before, bro. Been in front of state, and you know he keeps receipts. Yo, that's for sure, bro. They RJ, RJ receipts, yo. you know RJ's a future Nick Hall of Famer, man. Come yes, on, sir. Man. Yo, yes, so sir. from March right now, he's averaging 24 points on 39.33% shooting. He's got 6.1 bounds, 4.3 assists. And this is my favorite part, right? His free throws. He picked up his percentage to 81.6% in March, right? He's hit 40 of 49 free throws. And we've seen it. He's had a stretch uh, a couple weeks ago where he hit every free throw in the game. Four out of four, one game. Seven out of seven, the next one. Uh, What games were those? RJ is sustainable. He'll be doing this for a few years in a row. He's uh, sustainable. Perfect perfect free throw. So, yeah, man, listen, this is what we want to see. He made that jump in February. I feel like we would have seen it earlier if he never caught COVID. I feel like COVID kind of put a a wrench in. Slowed him down a little bit. Yeah, man. So when he got back from COVID and got into a rhythm and he got his, his, um, his breathing back, he got his legs stretched and everything, that's when he started making a tear and you saw it, you know. So shouts to that kid, man. I got I got something for y'all. If you, you said leave on the high note, I got something. Hell yeah, bro. RJ reminds me of RJ reminds me of um remember young Paul Pierce, but the trajectory of the teams around him and stuff like that. This reminds right. me of the early Paul Pierce years. Oh, when he was with Reggie Lewis. No, 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 he was with um Anton Walker, but yeah, Reggie Lewis fan. <laughs> Before he passed, it was Reggie Lewis. God bless Reggie, Reggie Lewis. So um, but like the trajectory, and I, I agree. Like RJ is going to be a guy who's going to be able to get somebody to come and play. Yeah, that's I agree. Players want to play with guys who can play both sides of the ball, but will, you know stand up with the media, be a good teammate, you know, big up his teammates. And, hey, let's see, man. R.J. Barrett, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the future, man. I, this season, you know, I, I know it's not going the way we all want. Um, I'm still in the Trey Randall camp, but, you know, I want to see him succeed. Uh, I want to see this team win some games. I mean, it should, it, it, I'm sick of arguing with people, honestly. 
Fair. It's crazy, man, that people think it's because it's such a balance, right? Like, you can't be a fan of the Knicks, understand that they need to lose to get a better draft pick, but still want to see them succeed and still want to watch a game and, like, watch them win. Like, that's the whole point. Like, that's the whole balance of a Knicks fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have this plug and pull and, and, and it just on you in all different angles, and it's like, this is what we're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like how it, it is what it is. Like you could do every single one of those. Like they're not mutually exclusive. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. And I appreciate you coming up here state because you, you know, like some fans are are here with things I'm off screen, but, and some fans are here with it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it, it's right. good to have a guy like coach on here and then myself and then you who kind of cover the whole spectrum. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you coming on the show today. Spending some time chopping it up. Shout out to Bankai who just left a couple of minutes ago. If you're still tuned in, man, stick around for that a second. Like and retweet, yo. Hit that retweet. I, I got to give State something, Danny. Yo, I got to give him a treat. I got to give him a treat. And it's a treat you ain't seen in a minute neither. But it deserved to be unshelved for this moment, especially because of this last part of the conversation we had. So hold on. It's the fourth quarter. We're down by one. No seconds left. And you gotta eat your breakfast. So what you gotta get is that RJ Barrett crunch time. That's right, boys and girls, it's crunch time. Get your wonderful breakfast on right before school. You're not gonna be late because the food is gonna just devour itself and just evaporate right in your mouth and give you all the nutrition you need because it's crunch time. That's right. R.J. Barrett, crunch time, straight from Kellogg's and them. The folks that gave me them Rice Krispies and thing things, you feel me? Crunch time, baby. Go get you a bowl, go get you two. Go win for your team, win for your school. Crunch time. Yo, that's the best. I love how you ended that, bro. I love how you ended that. Go win for your team, win for your school. That's great, bro. I love it. <laughs> That's great, bro. Alvaro checking in late, bro. Trading the well, keep Sims. We've been there, done that. We with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No we well ain't it. long for this team, brother. Mm-mm. Yeah. We got Twin Towers, you know. What is it? <laughs> it's just the law firm of Mitchell and Jericho. Yeah, bro. You see the hospital bed. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. I got it. The centers is called Robin Sims. No, nah, honestly. See that? that was Robin that. Sims. Yeah, I'm gonna get like out of here. But last I'm gonna make that a t shirt. I got a I, I got a last hot take. If Mitch not my starting center next season, I want Mo Bamba. Don't keep you can't keep Sims and Mitch and Nerlands. I only want one out of Mitch and Sims. Pick out of the one. No, no. Let's I want go. Mitch and Sims. I don't want Nerlands. No, no. Nerlens could go. Yes. I'm discounting him. He needs to He's go. He but wants to Mitch and Sims and move forward. We have to pay Mitch. Something has to give. We don't really got to necessarily pick with Sims now because Sims on the way. We got to pay Sims. He just got here. We got time. Yeah, yeah, he's on a two-way, bro. But Mitch. Pay that man his money. He's just a walk. We got to do something about that starting center position, fellas. Pay him. That's what we do. We got to lock it in. Pay him. 
You see his uncle on Twitter. You see his uncle on Twitter saying, "I can't wait." Matter of fact, let me get out of here, man. I appreciate you guys, man. man, bro. We gonna do that. Love you, bro. I see you on Twitter, man. All right, all right, brothers. I appreciate y'all, man. Keep doing y'all thing. Y'all get the lights up, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you, man. That's my dude, though. Hell yeah, bro. I gotta unmute him now, bro. The mutant black <laughs> buttons, bro. It's, I'll tell you right now, man. In Nick's, in in the Nick's landia, as you like to say, bro, those buttons are definitely heavily prevalent. Yo, I, and sometimes because I have a habit of seeing something that alerts me, and I respond, and I had to learn how to stop doing that. And so sometimes having a mute folk that will give me them taste that make me do that, it's it's not about y'all. It's about me not trying to walk into an argument. On accident, I feel with, you with with my happy takes. I understand. Listen, bro, because then it becomes so so detailed. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, give me three things. Okay, so now you See, like exactly. I don't want. I don't. I'm not giving three things. Right. It's not about three things. Y'all can give me twelve bro. things that you don't like. I understand. Giving you three things is not going to change your opinion about how you feel. So I'm not, I don't give three things. And that was no disrespect later to the gentleman in the state. And nah. the reason why he let it go is because he knows me. He knows how right. I do. So he was, he did that. And I was like, yeah, nah. So he was like, yeah, no, that's good. So that was that. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So it's been a, a great, a great another week, bro. Yeah, man. Another An week, hour man. flew by, boy. Woo. Yo, it did, man. And I'll tell you, we got two days before the next game. Yes. Right? Like, that's a. I'll tell you, after last year, man, like, waiting two days before the next game is just. Oh, yo, bated breath. Especially last year, man. Like, a two day day gap was like purgatory. It was like, what am I going to do for two days? I need my next. Now it's like, oh, man, they playing again in two days? Shoot. Yo, if next season now it goes back to like completely regular schedule, there's going to be games where they're three days apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what was normal. Yeah, and we just got used to the the cram, you know, the crammed in schedule. Right. And I'm gonna leave Alvaro with that. Yes, I all expect a lot from Fournier, especially given the contract he was given. Yo, definitely, bro. When I first seen he got signed, I hit him up and I said, "Yo, you're gonna wear the same number as that cat that took the ball and went pop pop. You better bring something to the court, man." Yep. And he was laughing. He's seen it. But I, know, um, I hit him up too. Yeah, I saw man. him respond to you. So, I mean, so listen, yeah. so like I said, man, he needs, he's got 192 threes right now. He needs 25 more to beat Starks' record. Actually, he needs 26 to beat it. He needs 25 to tie it. So, either way, I'm sure he's more than capable of doing it. I hope we he does. want it to happen. Do you really want, want Fournier Evan Fournier's name in? Do you, do, do you want his name in Nick history? That's a do good you point, really, man. Do, you do really, we want Evan Fournier based on this season's performance, season. and if he's traded in the off season, do we really want him erasing one of our heroes' his daggone records? Well, I'll tell you what. If he does, he better come out the next season and freaking prove you know what I'm saying his worth. Because, goddamn, you got to do something on defense, bro. I mean, again, bro, I would just rather him he, not break the He record. shows things at times a little more lately. Like, I don't want to say he don't ever. Yeah, he's settling play, in. But, I'll give him that. Man. And but, this game's okay. where you see his hands active. He picks up a steal, but it's just not enough. You need more of it. I mean, my, my thing is this. He's not automatic enough for me to forget about his lack of defense. 100%. 
Maybe if it was a bit more automatic with that shot, I'd yeah. forgive it. He has because he has games where he's quiet. So if those you yes, eliminate those games, right? So you know if you're not gonna be a if you're not gonna be expending that energy on defense, you better be lighting it up. Yeah. <laughs> or what are you? Or what do you? What are you saving the energy for? Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah. Tell me about it, bro. So that's where we're at, bro. We'll wrap it up, man. It's been fun. I'm looking at my notes. Was there anything I didn't that I that I wanted to touch on? I think we're good, man. So that's what it is. We're back next week, regular time, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Sunday night, Knicks. If you're still rocking, man. Hit that retweet. Hit that like. We want to get this out as far as possible. Ooh, I just realized that I might be at the Sunday night game. Okay. I'll be at the game Friday night. Hmm. Friday night. Listen, if I gotta make sure. Do it there, yo, I just code clearing for the other to be a most special event. Hell yeah, bro. We haven't done that yet, so that'll be cool. No, we haven't. So that yeah, right. that that will be something. All right, Danny Manny. We'll I will definitely talk, you. bro. Absolutely. Be good. Man. Be better, bro. You already know that. Everybody watching, be great. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.